Hey, this is Jack Rogers. Hello, this is Olivia Valerio. This is Chris Hughes. This is Abby Bennett. Hi, this is Mike Kinsler, and you're listening to the Inside Pitch. The Rutland Herald's local sports podcast. Brought to you by our season sponsor, the Rutland Regional Medical Center. Healthy you, healthy together. Welcome to the Inside Pitch. This is Adam O'Coin, sports editor at the Rowan Herald. Uh, today is Tuesday, January 21st. Uh, today I'm joined by sports writer Tom Haley and our guest today, Bob Fredette. Um, yeah, so like, well, let's, let's get her into it. I mean, obviously a, a really great week of, a- week of action um, we just got through. Um, last night I was at a, a huge game. In, in D4 in terms of um, girls' basketball playoff implications between um, West Rutland and Proctor. Um, Tom, you thought it was going to be – I know you were texting me before the yep, game. I thought Proctor was going to win that game, even though West Rutland won the first one in the Bajani by 20. I really thought Proctor was going to turn the tables, and maybe I was putting too much stock – you know how they say, uh, watch out for comparative scores. That can be a fallacy. And I, may, I might have been putting too much stock into the relative uh, performances by the teams against Otter Valley. Yeah, I remember Otter Valley took West Rutland right to the end and lost 56-53, had three good looks in the final 10 seconds at tying threes. Because the day it was like even, I mean it was much not much to choose between Otter Valley and West Rutland that day, and Proctor just manhandled Otter Valley over in Brandon. I mean manhandled them. It was a whipping. So maybe I was putting too much into that. I thought Proctor was going to bounce back and win this one because Proctor had been playing so well, and you know. They cut it to two in what the fourth or third? Uh, yeah, they cut it to well the, for the first half. It was uh, it was they were both teams right in step with each other. Right. I think the biggest lead that uh, West Rowland had in the in the in the first half was like maybe like for much of it, it was like it was just like three points or something like that. Yeah. I think it went into the if I'm remembering correctly, it went into the half at twenty one to twenty one to eighteen. Yeah. So like it was very close for the whole first half. West Rowland started to. Gain a little bit of space there in the third, um, with a with some a nice run. They were they were working the ball into into Bailey, and Bailey was actually hitting the the mid range jumper, which is something you know if she can do that, on top of her post moves, she's kind of tough to to stop. But um, she's a junior. She's a junior. Yeah, she's a college player. She is a college waiting player. to happen. She is a college player because she's multifaceted. And Carl thinks she is too. You know, one of the things that I've been more impressed with this year from watching Elizabeth Bailey and how her vision down low in a crowd, how she, how well she passes the ball. Yes. And that's really going to that's a big that's going to become a very big part of her game. Because Absolutely. Be a lot of people collapsing on her when you got a six footer who can look outside or shovel the ball across the lane, which she did in, in that game against uh, Proctor. I think that that's going to be a big piece of her going forward. Yep. Absolutely. And. So I was wrong, and West Rutland won again, and uh, I that that ten point loss that really wasn't a ten point loss yeah. in my mind. It's not going to drop Proctor oh, anymore yeah. in the polls, and obviously yeah. West West Side still occupies the penthouse, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a good D four tournament waiting to happen because you got Blue Mountain too, which was in the finals last year. 
against, uh, you know, so yeah. I mean, it, against it pro- West Rutland. It, it's, it's a great tournament. Yeah, exactly. And Proctor, yeah, like that that ten point score line looks a little bit different than right. what what the game actually was. Like right. Proctor was for a lot of that game, they were dominating the the offensive boards. Right. Like whether it was Stool, uh, Rachel Stool Miller, who's uh, I mean obviously much smaller than Elizabeth Bailey, but she was holding her her own uh, on the boards against her. Well, she, she's tough. And yeah, she's yeah. She, she's physical. She, she had, showed that in the fall as a goalie, yeah. and she's still that way under yeah. her. Yeah. Uh, under the boards, uh, and, she's tough. Yeah, and even um, even their guards were rebounding. Like I think Maggie McKeeran had like she had eight rebounds. A lot of those were on the offensive right. side. So I mean, everybody on their team is going to work hard, and uh, and they're going to get it done for them. So yeah, obviously I think I think this doesn't drop down Proctor at all. I still no. think they're a, f- a favorite to to make it to to Barry. Oh yeah, oh yeah. For yeah. sure. Well, you know, I, I tell you what, I think West Rutland should send Proctor a nice muffin basket after that game because they're moving along here, just cruising along and beating up on people. It's other people's jobs to. Except to, for Otter Valley. To, to, well, that's it. That's, that's another yeah. thing, too. Is whatever happens over the course of a season, no matter how good your team is, there's enough really good coaches in this league that whatever your whatever your weaknesses are, those are going to be exposed. Yeah. And those are not the kinds of things that you want to have your eyes open to in the middle of the playoffs. You want to get beaten up a little bit and take some scars during the regular season. And you know what to make for adjustments when you come up against a situation like that. So. I think that's really important. Those are really, really big games, and a big game for Proctor because they they look back and they say, "Okay, this is a team we can beat." So that's going to just make that tournament that much better. Oh yeah, I, mean, I can't wait. I, I really hope they they meet again down the line uh, at Barry. So I mean, that would be that would be a fun game, you know, for the for for round three. Um, yeah, I mean, as we kind of look forward here to the next week, um, Tom, is there any games specifically you're looking uh, forward to this week? Um, that well, I don't know how soon our uh, engineer deluxe George Nostrand is going to get this podcast up and running, but already tonight, oh my word, Springfield Cosmos coming into the House of Noise to play Otter Valley. The Otter Valley Otters. <laughs> that is going to be not just a great game, but to me it's a telling game. This is a put-up-or-shut-up game. This is going to tell something about the two teams. I'm looking forward to the Springfield-Otter Valley girls game tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, Springfield, they I think they haven't really ran into like a really, really tough opponent yet, and I think this is probably their, their first big Thetford. one. Thet- well, Thetford, yeah. And, and I think, well, I, if memory serves me right, I know they lost, but I, I think it was pretty competitive. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they haven't had too many huge tests other no. than that Thetford game. This week they're going to have a couple big ones. Right. And um, the, But they've been playing really great great basketball from whether it be uh, Haley Purim or Gabby Wardwell. Gabby Wardwell, Haley Purim, it seems like one night or the other, one of them is in the mid-20s for points. Yeah. yeah. You know, and one is your six-foot-two post player and the other is your guard. But every game, it seems like one of the two will be 25, 28. You know they score. Mm-hmm. Otter Valley, they have some some tough people down low too. Do you think? Oh yeah. Do, do you think they have what it takes to kind of keep um, the post play from Springfield in check? Oh, I do. I do. Olivia Bernhardt is going to, I think, uh, be one of the better matchups uh, that Wardwell has seen, and uh, she has help down low with Leah Pankowski. So yeah, I do. I think it's a great matchup. 
Mm-hmm. That could be a physical game. It, it could be. Yeah. Could be very physical. Sure, uh, Bob. Is there any a game this week you're kind of <coughs> spotting that you'd uh, like to highlight? Well, a few actually, but um, the same thing. I mean, I'm going to see the uh, the, the uh, Fairhaven girls against at Springfield, at Springfield on Thursday night, and that's another good game too. You know, You've been in that gym this year. Uh no. Oh, I, I thought you it's were. It's been a okay. long time since I've been. I've been to the soccer field because I've heard there. it's very. Uh, Athletic director Rich Sapak and the team down there has really spruced it up. Uh, it's a, yeah, uh, you've been in. It. Yeah, that's it, what it, I was it, thinking. Yeah, it's, it's a big gym. Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know it's, it's a big, a huge, but huge gym. But uh, it used yeah, to be it's kind a, of a dingy, kind of dark, but it's not. Oh no, I was there for the Otter Valley Springfield boys game earlier in the season. Yeah, it's it's a great gym. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Things are happening. Springfield. Yeah, well, things are happening, and they're winning more in Springfield too. You know, yes. and the boys, the boys team is trying to turn the corner a little bit here too. So it's, I think, I think we're looking at at least on the boys' side of it. You're just looking at the beginnings of the the, the building blocks and the foundations being laid for the next few years. So. I still remember the quote in your preview, Bob, from Mike Hat. It was something like, "I don't think Springfield fans like what has been going on." in the gym the last few yeah. years. And uh, I think he's probably committed to resurrecting the, the program. And uh, and I hope you're right. I hope there are some signs that, uh, that the steps are being taken. Yeah, well, there are some good programs at Springfield right now. And to add one and, and, to, and to make the, the winter go by in a real hurry. Here, oh, you know, yes. You want to see some good basketball. And they have improved. But, yep. you know, it's, it's a tough business in this league. It's very oh, yeah. tough. So. Uh, and there's a lot of teams that come up to you that uh, you, they can smack you down anytime. So any victory that Springfield gets is really going to be a building block for their confidence and get them into a situation where maybe maybe they don't have to travel in that first the first round in the round of sixteen. Right, so, right. And but boy, I tell you what, I don't know that many things that are as competitive as Division Two boys basketball in the state this year. It's, oh, it's I know. Really, really competitive. Oh, so, I know. Um, yeah. So. Hello, my name is Adam McCoyne, new sports editor at the Rollin Herald. And you're listening to Inside Pitch. Brought to you by our season sponsor, the Rutland Regional Medical Center. Healthy you, healthy together. The other thing I'm looking forward to, on, on Friday, the, it's women's hockey, Castleham, hosting Norwich. And uh, I know everybody is pretty much looking up at Plattsburgh this year, but this is a very, very good Norwich team. Uh, it's a good Castleham team, but they took it on the chin in Northfield earlier this year, and this is really, it was one of those games, and I watched it on television. Yeah, what was that? 7 nothing. It was 5 nothing. It could have been worse. I mean, I, okay. well, I tell you what, you know, I think I think Castle was outshot 51-10, to 10, I believe, mm. is what it was here. So, uh, but of course, good goaltending Castle is yeah. number four. They, they stay not, calm. They stay calm in it, the net. Alexis calm gets it done, but you know, they've got to have more offense, and they can't skate. They looked as though they were skating very tentatively. They have a lot of freshman kids on that team to go along with a good upper-class core, but that was not Castleman putting its best foot forward outside of the goal that night. So I'm thinking that perhaps this will be a better game. Uh, I'm sure that Castleman is looking for it to be a better game because there is a team that's, that plays well, skates well, doesn't score a lot, has problems with consistency. They just need to be more consistent going toward the, uh, as we're getting close to the playoffs here, you know, in the uh, in the, the division. So um, I think it's a big, big game for both teams, but specifically for Castle. They've got to be able to show that they can step up and compete with the very, very good teams. 
And that starts our weekend off the cadets and the Spartans and women's hockey and, and, and Bob will be there. And it was a big Castleton week for us here at the Herald because the very next day, Saturday, I am in Glenbrook Gym. The UMass Dartmouth Corsairs blow into town for a big Little East Twin Bell and Coach Paul Coppola team finally, finally has tasted victory in the Little East. So they'll be up, and the women, of course, have been on a roll. Oh, yeah. They had that little lull in the middle. Now they're back, and they're winning again. And uh, a lot of excitement. Castleton doing well in the Little East. So I expect a big crowd at Glenbrook Gym that day. And I, Adam, you'll be over at Otter Valley again. We talked a lot about the Otter Valley girls. Hartford is in town. Uh, somebody else has got to make it to Barry yeah. in Division Three. It's got to be a fourth team. Exactly, yeah. Boy, I like the Otters to be one of them. Uh, at least to be in that sweepstakes, to be the fourth team, uh, you know, depending on the pairings and who they draw and so forth. But... They're dangerous. Oh, yeah, they're definitely dangerous. I mean, again, like as we've kind of touched upon a few times here, you know, they've taken these really good teams like West, like West Rutland and, and Fairhaven uh, to the brink at times. And, you know, when you can do that, you know, you're, you're definitely a scary team. You know, the, their record isn't what um, maybe what this team actually is. This, right. this is a really good Otter Valley team, and they could be a team that could play some a spoiler for any of those top seeds in, in D3 uh, when, when the playoffs come. Absolutely. Now you're going over there Saturday. You're going over there Saturday. Yep. And we talked a lot about the post players, Levia Bernhard and Leah Penkowski. But I got to tell you, I got two words for you, Adam O'Coin. I got two words for you, Alice Keith. Watch her. Watch this kid, an athlete, the body control. She's a basketball player. She's got court sense. I want. I can't wait to see you. When you come back to the office. <laughs> he sounds kind of creepy, doesn't he? I'm waiting for Vincent Price to walk through the door. Okay. <laughs> when you go to that low tone, Tom, I understand you're excited and everything. And Alice Keith, I'll tell you what, she is a good athlete. She had a fantastic uh, season in field hockey, too. She's a very, very good athlete. Unbelievable. I want to hear what you say about her. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll report back, Tom. I'll report back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, One of the games I'm not going to that I'm looking forward to is the year Friday night game, Rutland at, or Rice at Rutland, their annual game. I think that should oh, be a yeah. really good game this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Rutland is – I mean, they have a pretty big week. I mean, between um, – they have a game coming up tonight against uh, Mill River in that Rice game on Friday. I mean, this is kind of, I think uh, – Maybe not make or break, but I mean, this could be a, a huge, a huge determining factor in how maybe the season goes goes yeah. right now because they're yeah. they're five and four right now. I'm right. remembering correctly. And, you know, you come out of this week seven and four though, that's going to look a lot better than five and six. Oh, at yeah. that point. Oh, you come out five if Rutland wins, if we're to sweep both these games this week, that would be a huge coup. I mean, as far as showing was how far they've come along with this new group, I, I think this group is still in for some bumps and bruises. But you know, I tell you, they they have potential. Uh, they have different people doing it on different nights, you know, and I, I just, I think it's just a matter of more consistency. And the, the farther we go along here, the smarter these guys are going to be in the game that, that Mike uh, Woods is teaching. I think that's really going to help them to play really good competition at this point in the season. We're at the halfway point. Yeah. It's okay. Here we are. Here's what we really have to start doing better. Here's what we're doing well. This is, this is a big week for Rutland. Mm-hmm. 
and Rice too, really. You know? Oh yeah, because yeah. Rice is they they take us. Yeah, I I, I mean but. if I'm a Raider fan and I come out of the week, yeah, you love to sweep it, but I think you come out one and one, and you still got to be excited going forward. Yeah, right. All right now, this is a Rice team that just knocked off South Burlington earlier in yep. the week. And uh, and Michelle Natty just keeps on throwing up these big nights. He's had a forty night, a forty point game. He had thirty one against South Burlington. So that's a that's a guy that Roland has really got to work on. And I'd be interested to see who they put on him uh, defensively. Mm-hmm. Is, have you noticed who who Roland is putting on teams and really really good offensive players? Um, on their guards. Yeah. On their guards. I mean, yeah, mo- mostly. I mean, I think Evan Pocket's really taking on that that big um, defensive assignment for those. For those, uh, at least the star guards. Definitely, um, and Eli's coming. Yeah, and Eli Puck, yeah, Eli Puckett's <laughs> pretty good himself. But um, yeah, I would think like um, you, you probably got to put Puckett on him. And there's, I think they have a lot of capable defenders um, on the perimeter if you're Rutland. But uh, I think Puckett's done a nice job in terms of kind of trying to slow down those those big offensive threats from the other side. Yeah. Okay. That's going to be a big matchup. That's that's Friday night at six six thirty start. Okay, down at CSJ, so don't don't forget that. The game's so big, we don't want to wait. Throw the ball up a half hour early, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. I think okay. I think I know you've seen West Rutland boys, and I've seen them once, and uh, that's one of those teams. Like West Rutland boys is like the MSJ girls. They're not in there. They're not in the club. But they are they're perched on the outside and they're not they're you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think Sharon is the same. I think Sharon is a pretty good team. So that's one of those games uh whichever team can win, you know, improves their their stock as one of the teams on the outside looking to move up. Uh so I think that's kind of a big game. I I know Proctor went over to Sharon. I think they won pretty handily. Mhm. But I know a lot of people think Sharon is is decent, and the same can be said of Westside. So that's not a bad game. Yeah, I mean, I think West Rollins kind of very similar to what the Otter Valley girls are. It's a team that might not have the greatest record right now, but right, exactly. it's a team that can that can beat you on any given day. Like, yeah, they were. I'm pretty sure they lost. They only lost to Rivendell by like what three points or something yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah. So like, this is a very capable West Rollins team with a lot of depth. So. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think they're again, they, they could be really um, dangerous team uh, when when the playoffs roll around. I think one of the things is, I mean, after looking at Westrott in the last couple of years, well, two years ago they won one game. Last year I think they won twelve, and they had almost everybody back. And you're expecting at the beginning of the year this is going to be a big year for us. And you know the, the mind is saying one thing, but the feet weren't moving fast enough to really mm. back that up. And yeah. I think West Rutland and Pulteney both fall into that category. Right, right. Yeah. Good, good analogy. Oh, Pulteney is another. Yeah. Yeah, and and but they're they're both like it's it's good to have a little pie in the face early in the year, and then realize yep. okay, we really got to work hard to to do what we think we can do here. So I think that the better the better half of the season is going to be ahead for both of these teams here. So. Uh, that's so, and that's a big step. Playing Sharon, really anybody that West Rutland beats at this point is another step closer to everything. The plan kind of coming together and, and giving yep. them that confidence that they really want and need to get to Barry. So yeah, that's uh, a big game. West Side's played some bad games, and Adam, they played a game where you were there, where they covered where they nearly beat Proctor. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, they're a really sneaky, tough team, and um, yeah, they'll they'll be tough. They'll be tough out. 
and that's where we are right now. It's that time of year we're looking a little closer every week at the pairings and you know and trying to envision where people might be and who has to go on the road and who gets to stay home and you know and who's set up well and uh, so you know we're 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 approaching February and uh, yet more and more important and a little bit more attention paid to the pairings now day by day I think I don't think there's a lot of places in boys basketball one through four divisions where where things that look at it close to being carved in stone as to your one and two seeds. Right. Uh, there's going to be a lot of parity, a lot of juggling going right down to the wire, I think, here. So uh, you don't need, I mean, you might not know whether you're playing at home or away yep. until the very last night. Yep. So I think this is, this is going to be Unless you're Kyle Wilson and Fairhaven girls. Well, yeah, mean? that's right. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to get them. But uh, it's going to be fun. Sounds like the pizza's here. <laughs> but uh, we should be in for a really uh, fun end to the, the regular season here over this next month. So um, I think they'll wrap it up for us today. Um, for Tom Haley and Bob Fredette, I'm Adam McCoy. You're listening to The Inside Pitch. We'll see you next week. You're listening to Inside Pitch. Brought to you by our season sponsor, the Rutland Regional Medical Center. Healthy you, healthy together. All right, I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Super Bowl pick. I'll go Chiefs. You got Chiefs? Chiefs. Chiefs. Wow. Chiefs all around. Okay. Chiefs Yeah. Georgia going 49ers. Chiefs speed. Speed kills, baby. (laughs) And Patrick Mahomes is so good. He is really good.